All right, subs, when do we share ideas with regular teachers? Do we share ideas with regular teachers? And how can we best share ideas with other subs? Let's talk about it today. All right, I have got three exciting things to talk about this week. One has to do with family. One has to do with what I taught this week and the classes I taught. And one has to do with the podcast. So let's get started. I'm going to go ahead and tell you I've got a co-host with me today. I'm not sure how much participation we'll get from him. It is my seventh-month-old grandson, Eli. He's in the studio with me today. So if you hear me say, that's a good boy, every now and then, you'll kind of understand. You might hear some grunts and some participation in the background. He likes to play loud sometimes. He's a really good kid, so he's going to be in the room with us today. I want to say that because... His sister, Anna, is six years old. We kept them uh, last night because my son-in-law is a basketball coach for a high school basketball. He's a basketball coach in this area. They are moving to this area. They're doing that this weekend. So that's why we have the kids. And I wanted to go ahead and mention that I've got twin sons one of them, his family is there. His wife is expecting any day now. So I'm going to have a new grandson here soon. Eli's excited about that, as you can tell in the background. And by the end of February, in fact, the due date is leap day. My other twin son, his family, his wife is pregnant and will also deliver right around the end of the month. So it's an exciting time for us family-wise. I'm going to have four grandchildren by the uh, time it's over. One granddaughter that I already have. Three grandsons total by that point in time. So it's an exciting time. So this week was my first week back to one day at a time type teaching. I enjoyed doing that. Now, before I get into what I did, let me say that I know a lot of students have told me that they're listening to the podcast, including those that I had for six weeks that just ended the previous week. So you guys, you'll always be special to me. So when I talk about these students, don't think uh, that means that I don't miss you because I really do. It's hard for me to go through a day without thinking the good times we had in that classroom. Eli's excited about that too. So I, uh, I look forward to seeing you guys again soon. I'll be in the school. I'm scheduled for the school again there soon as well. This week, I was in four different schools, and it was very exciting for me because I got to see some students I hadn't seen in a while. Some of the ones were the volleyball players that I recorded for last week's uh, podcast. I got to embarrass them a little bit by playing that piece of the podcast. It just so happened that one day I was in a gymnasium. I was the physical education substitute. So I got to actually crank it up a little bit and play their interview while they were in there. So I think they, they, they act like they were embarrassed, but I think they got a big kick out of it at the same time. 
So I got to see all those students. I also was at another school where I, I had three days where I got to see students there, some on the volleyball team. I actually had their match one night this week, too, and that was exciting for me. So I got to see a lot of students this week that I hadn't seen in a while. And let me tell you what happened on one of those days. It was for a teacher that calls me quite often. So I've had her classes before. She's a, a math teacher. So you know me, guys. I'm a math guy. So I enjoy all classes, but I feel more at ease in math class because I feel like I can least, at least hold my own while I'm trying to explain things to them. The night before... I thought I was coming down with something. I hated to cancel that class. I didn't want to make the kids sick at the same time. I was concerned that it was going to get worse. If you recall from last week's podcast, I think I mentioned my wife had the flu, had to be out all four days of that week. I actually went and got my flu shot after the class I taught on Monday. I mainly did that uh, because I didn't want to be around the new babies without having had a flu shot. So I didn't feel bad then. It was the next day I got bad. And then Wednesday was the day I was teaching for this teacher. So when I woke up, I could feel a little irritation in my throat. I was sneezing, stopped up nose, all that fun stuff. So I didn't want to let her down. I didn't know, know how hard it would be for her to find another substitute at that point. So I went in, I told the office what I was going to do. You all know, you've heard it from the kids that I'm a very interactive teacher. I like to walk around and interact with them, especially in math class, because I feel like I can help them in that regard. I told them when I walked in, I said, listen, guys, I can't walk around today. I'm going to have to sit in this chair. I do not want to get you guys sick. I'm hoping that what I have is just allergies And I don't want to get you guys sick. I'm going to keep my hands clean up here. If you all need me to sign something, I'm going to have you lay it on the desk so that all I have to do is initial something without touching your paper. So if you have any questions, just ask me. And they were very well behaved. In fact, it shocked me. I guess it shouldn't have, but I told the teacher later that might be the most behaved day from first period all the way through six that I had ever had. They were the best behaved kids. You know, I usually leave the teacher a note every time I teach just to let them know who I thought was the best period of the day. And I picked one, but it was difficult. It could have almost been a six-way tie. So it got me to thinking, you know, I still want to interact with those kids, but The fact that I'm setting up there, does that make them behave better? Or were they just good kids, and this is my theory, and they realize that we're not going to act out of hand because we know that Mr. Collins feels sick. We hope that he gets better, and they behave for me all day long. I was really appreciative of that. I was also appreciative that the very next day, I was better. I don't know what I had. It was some kind of 24-hour thing. You can probably still hear that I'm, you know, I'm a little stopped up, but, you know, the sneezing's gone, the coughing's gone, everything else about it was gone. I was popping Zycam tablets like every two hours, the, the minimum amount that you could go, and I hope that helped. I like taking Mucinex to keep the congestion out of my chest. It never went there, so that was great. But those kids, that was the best-behaved class I think I've ever had. 
It was so nice that that school and the other schools I was at this week, everybody came up and said they miss me. And again, guys, the ones I was with for six weeks, I miss you guys too. But it was nice to get back and see some of them. I had teachers already set me up for future days. I had one school that wants me to be there the entire week of testing in May. They set that up with me. I had kids in every hallway of every school say, Mr. Collins, I've been listening to your podcast. And I said, well, it's four substitute teachers. Do you enjoy it at all? And he said, no. He said, you talk about the students all the time. So we really, we really enjoy it. And we really get a kick out of it, especially when I can get time to interview them. So it was very exciting. I've got one other teacher at one of the classes. She had about, I think it was five days between now and the end of the school year she already knew about. So I've got those. So it was really a productive time. I got to talk to the principals at both of the schools. It just so happened one of those principals, I had had his son in other classes. So it was nice to be able to tell that principal what a good kid that that boy was. And and it was really just a great week. Uh, One of my most enjoyable weeks of the type that is basically a different school every day. But all the kids were so nice at all those schools, even students that I ran into at a middle school volleyball game. They were fans. In fact, they were basketball players on the boys' basketball team. They, they even told me, Mr. Collins, we missed you. And I said, well, you know, I'm going to be roaming these hallways for a different grade this week. So I'll see you in the hallways. I'll say hello, and hopefully we'll get back together. So... That was so exciting for me to see the teachers, the students, and the principals were all talking to me. So that was very exciting. And yes, even the school that I was there for six weeks, you know, we have a great uh, relationship there. And I talked to all the, the kids and the teachers of all the grades I've had and the principals there too. So it was really an outstanding week. I'm already disappointed a little about next week because our schools have had a serious enough flu situation that we're already going to be out on Monday and Tuesday. And those were two days I already had set up. So I'm disappointed. I won't get to see it was one, you know, one was at one of the schools I was at last week and one was at the school I was at for six weeks. So that would have been exciting for me to see everybody again, but that's okay, guys. We'll get back together soon. I'm glad that happened. I'm glad we had that scheduled. I hope to get it scheduled back again soon. Now, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about last week's podcast. Here's some things that happened. I know you think that I've lost my mind because I sent out a revised version on, I think it was Tuesday, of the podcast that I had issued on Sunday. And as I told you, I went back and listened to it, and I like to be Mr. Positive, and I thought it came off a little bit too negative. That's why I re-recorded it. I hope the gist was basically the same, but I had more responses to that than any other. I'm going to read some of those and reference some of those. Some I will paraphrase. I've got one email that I will read the whole thing to you by the emailer's permission, and it's really quite fascinating how some of you perceive both of those. And maybe I can tell I was kind of a little bit paranoid that maybe I could have just stayed with the first one. I wanted the positive side to get out too. Interestingly enough, Buzzsprout, the company that publishes the podcast, they are experimenting with new statistics and new ways of measuring things. 
one of them, it shows you every episode you've ever done, and it gives you a bar chart of how that episode did in its first seven days. Well, last week's episode had the highest bar chart. So more people listened to that in the first seven days than any other episode of the podcast I've done. And the other little wrinkle to that is I looked at that when it was only five days in, which means last week's podcast had more listens in five days than any of the other episodes did in seven days. I can already tell it's going to quickly be one of the most popular. Now, there's several reasons for that. I don't want to overinflate what that means. That doesn't mean that was the best episode ever, necessarily. I'm going to guess that some of you listened to both versions. I assume the way Apple works is when I issue a new version that probably pops back up on your RSS feed. I'm glad I put the revision word in there so that you know it's been a revised episode. I'm guessing, first of all, that several of you listened to both episodes. So that was counted twice. That's part of it. I know for a fact that a lot of the students, the volleyball players, and their parents listened to it. I know of a couple of students gone home and mentioned to their parents, hey, I'm going to be on Mr. Collins' podcast this week. So I know I picked up some listens that way. But I also know the Buzzsprout statistics will tell you where the listens came from. And yes, I have a lot in Kentucky, but I could also tell that it was very popular everywhere I have listeners. And you know some of them already. I've got listeners all over the country several that are international. So I was very excited about that. But I got all kinds of comments. I'll paraphrase some and then I'll read one that I want to go over definitely because it's so inspiring to everyone. Uh, Some of the comments were kind of poking fun at me. They kind of enjoyed the first episode because they get They jokingly said this, that they get sick of me being positive all the time. So that was kind of comical. I mentioned some of them were disappointed that they hadn't gotten to listen to the first. I guess that's the way it goes. You know, deep down, guys, if you really want to listen to it, email me and I can still send you an MP3 copy of that. I don't have any problem with that at all. They understood what I was going for, but they actually felt like the first episode was actually more motivational than the second, and that maybe I come across a little sugary sometimes. So all that, guys, you can never send or say anything to me that I'm going to get upset about. I'm going to use every comment as a way to improve the podcast. This is not my podcast. It's ours. So I want to make sure you guys know that, okay? There is one email, though, that I have to read to you. Let me pull that up. Here's what it says. To me, this is very inspiring, and I hope all of you will give it a good listen. All right, here we go. Mr. Collins, I wanted to write and tell you about the effect your podcast has had on our school. Now, I'm probably going to mess up her name. The name is spelled S-M-Y-T-H-E-R-S. I still think that is Smithers. If instead it's Smithers, I apologize. But her next sentence says this. My name is Miss Smithers. I am a relatively new teacher, junior administrator at a junior high school. I assume that means seventh and eighth grade. Our campus uses a similar system as the one you described in your podcast this week. 
and then she's got LOL, the unrevised version. Ours is called the bonus, double bonus system. We, too, have a few students who don't qualify due to their progress reports who aren't permitted to participate in bonus days activities but must work instead. I've talked to our principal, and we've decided to discuss the possibility of revising our bonus system to allow all students to participate in some way so that they may strengthen the friendships they may make. We may even use ideas from the podcast revision. So, while we like your positive revision, we may not have been motivated to try anything new had we not listened to the unrevised first. Thanks so much, Miss Smithers. That, guys, now that is a great email. I've emailed her back, and I've told her, first of all, I offered to do an interview. She wasn't quite ready for that, but I told her, make sure you let me know how your meeting goes. Let me know what you all decide to do. Let me know, especially if you borrow some of the ideas from the revised version. But man, that was just absolutely beautiful to me. So I'm so glad that we were able to help out with that situation. I think, I can't remember if it was in her, I'm paging back. She, I know from talking to her that this was actually in Kansas. I don't think that's in her email, uh, but that was a Kansas school, a junior, junior high school, she said. So bless your all's hearts. I hope you, whatever you do, I thought, I know that we always have the students interest in heart and we're in this for them. So thank you very much for that email. Please keep me posted. So I wanted to touch on our, and when I say our, I'm talking about substitute teachers, communication with regular teachers from this standpoint. Now, I'll just start with my situation because I think not all of you are in this situation. I'm guessing that many of you are. I am married to a teacher. She has been a teacher for over 20 years. She's a very good teacher. But at the same time, I always know when something's bothering her, and I know when there's pay issues. I know a lot of you didn't listen to the one about the election, the podcast about the election in Kentucky, and rightfully so, but they did a good job of electing somebody in there that hope will get their pay issues, their pension issues changed. I hear stories sometimes about things that come up at school with uh, sometimes parents Sometimes just things that are going on, they all do a great job of of teaching those kids. They do a great job of getting along with all the teachers and the administration. But let's face it, we as substitute teachers do not have to go through what they go through. We don't have some of the day-to-day grind that they do. I see some of it sometimes when I'm substitute teaching long-term But even that, the only real inconvenience is just grading papers. Having to grade papers, they have to do that. They have to address homework issues for students that aren't there. Even when there's the flu and there's so many of them out. So I am not going to pretend and sit here that substitute teachers have as much responsibility as teachers. They don't. But I am thankful that having now done this for almost a year and a half, I am thankful that teachers come up to me now and ask, did you see this? What, what, what do you think about that situation? 
they're starting to open up to me. Now, I think I am comfortable with probably every teacher I've ever run into that I'll make a suggestion or I'll tell them what I saw. Better yet, I'll tell them I'd be happy to deal with it myself if you want to. So here's what I would want to recommend to all substitute teachers out there. Yes, we have good ideas. We don't have the responsibilities of regular teachers. Let's make sure that when we have thoughts to share, they're positive, they're uplifting. I can guarantee you this, if every time you share something with somebody else, it's negative every time, and it doesn't have the student's best interest in heart, guys, I think they're going to tune out. We need to come up with good ideas I've shared ideas about Kahoot, what I've done with that. Most of them like it. Not all of them can do that. They admire me for doing it, so I appreciate them doing that. So I think I have good ideas to share. Let's be selective about when we share them. Let's make sure that it's always for the positivity of those kids, and it's because maybe we passed somebody in the hallway that they could we could tell they were down and You know, maybe we'll tell a teacher, you know, maybe this student could be uplifted a little bit. Maybe we need to work with them and and kind of pick them up. And I'd be happy to talk to them. I always tell all the students that I don't need to know their personal business, but I am certainly willing to listen to anything they want to share with me. It would be tough for me to make recommendations, but I will definitely listen and be sympathetic and try to understand what they're going through. But let's remember as substitutes, let's share our good ideas when we're asked. Every school I've been to is like that. They'll ask for ideas. They'll they'll tell you when they like something that you did. They'll tell you when maybe this wasn't the best thing to do. Don't get offended by that. Roll with it and go on and learn from it. Let's just remember that everything we do is for those kids. The teachers have that at heart. We as substitute teachers have that at heart. So to me, that's really what we should always do. Now, as far as sharing ideas with each other, substitute teachers, I definitely, I hope that by reading some of the responses that I read today from last week's podcast. I hope that helps all of you to realize that I want this to be your podcast. I want you to tell me what you want to share with other substitute teachers. Again, you know, I joke that all I get on here to to do is to babble for a few minutes and, and go from there. I want ideas from you. You just saw an example of how someone emailed me that they were going to use ideas that they heard on the podcast and that they heard later from you as well. So that's outstanding. That is what we are in this for. So please remember that you can contact the podcast either on the Facebook page, that Substitute Teachers Lounge. Greg Collins Substitute at gmail.com is my email address. So those are the two main ways to contact me. Always remember to send those sound bites. They are so helpful and so meaningful to people. The students know those now. Guys, I know you're out there listening. Send me an email. They know my podcast only email address, Greg Collins, substitute at gmail.com. It's public. They know they can send me a soundbite. 
They know they can say, Mr. Collins, here's what I think of substitute teachers that have impressed me in the classroom. I would love to hear that. That's going to be great. So let's remember, substitutes, when we have something to share within a school system, be ready to share that when we're asked. Be ready to offer advice when we're asked, and hopefully we can help all these kids grow to a new level. And students, you can always email me at any time. I will try my best to match you up with somebody that has an answer for you or respond myself. Even if you just want to send a soundbite for an intro, I'll say that to you adults listening too. If you just want to send me a soundbite that says, welcome to Substitute Teachers Lounge this week, I'd love to use your intro for an episode. So keep all that in mind. Let's work on our substitute teacher's voice and the best way to share that with others. You know, we're all in this together, and it's all about those kids. I love the information that we're getting ready to start softball season now. I'm an umpire in that. And I love part of one of our trademarks is we're, we're something to the effect of we're in it for the kids. We're all about the kids. Let's all remember that we're there for them and that will make our lives and their lives hopefully a lot better. Let me make a set a goal. It, it helped me last week set a goal to, you know, we've all got some students that we communicate with quite often. We got some that we don't communicate with very often. Let's make sure we make that connection this week. One thing I noticed this week and long term that I finished last week as well, students that I didn't think would communicate with me very much, I caught coming up to me and starting to talk to me now. I'm so excited that they feel comfortable in doing that. Let's remember when we're in those classrooms, let's communicate Let's make sure our substitute teacher's voice is top-notch and that we're in it for the kids. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. I hope you weren't didn't think last week was too insane, but I appreciate all your comments about it. I will see you guys in the classroom. Enjoy yourselves. Have a great week. We'll see you on the podcast next week. Music provided by Ben Sound.